I'm not supposed to be here. I was told I would die before my 28th birthday, yet I am 50 years old. I'm a wife, a mother, a grandmother, and I have an amazing life despite living with two terminal illnesses. It's time for me to share my story before I can't. So here it goes. I'm Kelly Wilson, and this is my life in pieces. Hello, everyone. So today on my podcast, I am going to be interviewing a longtime friend who feels more like family to me, Chelsea Daly. She's a mother, a wife, she's the owner of Sequoia, and a real inspiration to many. Join us as we discuss motherhood, health, miscarriages, pregnancy, balancing life, and so much more. Welcome, Chelsea. Hey, Cal. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. So I know you and Jonathan have been together since you were very young. Yes. Did you always, did you always know that you would uh, have a family? Yeah, absolutely. So it's funny because the first night, Jonathan, we always knew of each other because we went to the same middle school. And so I know who he was. I knew his mom worked at the school. I used to like cry to hold her hand when I was a child. And then I always thought he was pretty cute. But then when I was in grade eight and he was in grade nine and he played football, I was like, okay, this guy's really cute. Um, so when I got to <laughs> when I got to high school too, I was okay for him. So anyways, we went on a walk around our neighborhood. And then I went home that night and I said to my mom, I was like, I'm going to marry that guy one day. And here we are 12 years later. It was never a question for Jonathan and I, if we were going to have kids or not, like our lives were be together forever. I mean, obviously there was ups and downs, but we always wanted to get married and we always wanted to have kids. (laughs) The amount of kids we wanted to have has gone down significantly. Um, We used to want six children. Yes, you told me that a while yeah, ago. When yeah, I was, when I was young and naive and <laughs> never had children before. <laughs> I always said I wanted four until I had yeah. one. And then, <laughs> and then that changes your mind pretty quickly. Yeah. So, um, so you have a little girl mm-hmm. and she will be two in September mm-hmm. and two dogs and you have a little boy on the yeah. way and a husband and you have a a very successful business tell me how you balance everything like what is you know how do you make that all work absolutely so it sounds really crazy from the outside but living it day to day honestly is not that bad I mean We have a lot of help from family, so that's a big one. But if there's two things that I can say is get up early and start your day and get a really good night's sleep. I mean, if I wasn't sleeping good at night, I wouldn't be able to do all this. So I am in bed. Like, we're pushing it here tonight, guys. Um, I'm in bed each (laughs) night around 9 o'clock, and I am fast asleep by 9.30. I sleep like a baby until 5.30 a.m. So thankfully, knock on wood, I sleep really well, um, which helps me to wake up, start my day right, whether it's just going for a walk or getting a workout in, having really good food and good meals, keeping your body fueled 
Those are all super important and high on my priority list. And I take care of myself first, like in, I don't want to say a selfish way, but if I need a bath, I'm going to go for a bath. If I need to go for a walk, I'm going to go for a walk. Like I make sure that mommy is well taken care of so I can take care of the rest of the family. Right. And Hadley, she's just the sweetest little thing. Um, you know, she, she just kills me every time I see a video of her and she has such a personality. (laughs) Um, so tell me a little bit about the Montessori approach and, and especially in what we're living in today in isolation or, um, you know, as far as activities and, and, and what her day looks like. Absolutely. So honestly, with my Montessori background, like, isolation is nothing. It's not a big deal because Montessori is so basic, so easy. Um, it's, it's allowing your child to use its environment safely, number one, but aside from safely, like really however they want. If Hadley wants to take off her gloves and smush dirt in her hands and then put it on her face, like play outside, We don't have a ton of like outdoor toys. She plays with sticks and rocks and branches and mud and she's free to do what she wants. Like we are definitely not afraid of dirt (laughs) in this house. Um, And when it comes to indoor stuff, she has a safe place in the living room. Independent play is big. Um, She knows how to play with herself. She knows how to play with her babies and make her babies interact um, books. She could sit with a book for hours and we have been reading her books since the day she was born every night. So she loves, she loves books. But as far as Montessori and our everyday life, it's just allowing her to explore and to be a a kid and children like to play with, um, according to Montessori philosophies, children like to play with adult looking things so like and I mean we know that like pots and pans oh sorry I hit my glass um pots and pans and um like adult looking cleaning stuff like brooms and buckets and stuff like that so her toy room is definitely filled with a lot of um like kitchen stuff and like cleaning stuff she loves it she wants to do what she sees us doing Right. Yeah. Um, well, she's, she's definitely, you know, um, excelling and I see her and she, you know, she knows her sounds and you play a lot with her. I see with, you know, her letters and numbers. And so she, I know is just a blessing in your world, but you have had, um, some misfortune with pregnancies. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Absolutely. Um, so when Jonathan and I um, decided we were ready to have kids, I was ready a few years before working at the Montessori school. I just wanted my own family. I was raising these amazing children and these super smart kids. I couldn't believe how smart they were. And it just made me want kids even more. Um, but Jonathan wasn't quite ready. But after a good Joe Daly lecture, he's always ready for anything. So he, he had a good chat with his dad one night and came home. He was like, yeah, I think we're ready. I was like, your dad told you you were ready, right? He's like, yeah. So <laughs> um, anyways, so we started trying. And I mean, obviously, I thought I'm young. I mean, we were 23, 
24, I think at the time, um, thought it would happen right away. Like just easy. Right. I mean, they tell you all through high school how easy it is to get pregnant. Right. So, um, six, seven months went by of trying and we, after seven months, finally conceived and like so excited, obviously, because it had taken so long and we were already a little discouraged. Um, and then I was seven weeks along or eight weeks along. And then I lost that baby. And then that was a hard blow. But I think what made it okay was that we got pregnant with Hadley right away, right after. And I was so discouraged and I didn't think it was going to happen and whatever. I wasn't, my, my hopes weren't up, but then we, we got pregnant and it was a super healthy pregnancy, easy pregnancy. So with that miscarriage, it made it, it didn't make up for it because you can't say that it made up for it, but it made it easier. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, and then after Hadley was born, um, how long before you um, tried again to have another baby and bring another child into yeah, your family? Yeah, so um, after Hadley was born, it was kind of a really cool experience because it was something we never, um, I mean, we tried so hard with Hadley and then we had been talking about it and we didn't even really try. We just, it just happened in June. Um and Hadley was going to turn one in September. So I was like, wow, this is, this is awesome. Like we didn't have to go through the trying process and I'm pregnant and it was a different kind of experience with it. So we were really excited. And unfortunately that one um, lasted a little bit longer. So I heard the heartbeat at the nine week appointment and it was more real. And I just really thought that everything was going to be okay. And then Um, It's funny because I had my second doctor's appointment and I went in and I said to her, I said, like, you know what? I just don't feel pregnant. I just knew. She was like, oh, you're fine. Anyways. um, So I took myself to the emergency room after that appointment because I didn't feel like I was being heard. Um, And then they did an ultrasound. It turned out that I lost the baby around 13 weeks at that point. So that one was a little bit harder, I think, because we were so excited. It just happened um, a little bit further along. And I was all by myself, like, I should have got Jonathan to come with me or something. But it was just a different experience. Because the other the first one, I just went for a blood test, my family doctor called me. And they were like, Okay, you know what, like your levels are dropping, which is not a good sign. So you'll probably just have like, um, like a menstrual period and which is exactly what happened. And then the other one, the second one was more medical and it was on our anniversary weekend, which Uh. was, but it was actually a blessing in disguise that it happened then because Hadley was going to Jonathan's parents for two nights. We had like a nice weekend planned and we still went. And instead of like, enjoying the whole thing and being happy together we enjoyed the whole thing and we grieved together it was exactly what we needed and then I mean life goes on like you said I have two dogs and a baby and a business and you come home and you pick yourself up and you you do what you have to do I mean women are so resilient and we just made it work 
I mean, you know. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I definitely do. And I I, I know because I felt so sad for you guys at that time. And, and I'm really sorry that that happened to you. Um, in that time, I know you and Jonathan have a very good relationship. But did you ever have any um, issues, you know, because you say you grieved together, but was there any time you ever felt a distance or was, was there any negativity that came because maybe you were kind of dealing with things in a different way from that miscarriage? Mm -hmm. And I think what is so amazing about Jonathan is that he is so caring and so understanding and where we grew up together. We're not just married. We're not just husband and wife. We have been best friends since we were 14 years old, like since we were children. So, and we became friends before we became boyfriend and girlfriend when, before we got engaged and everything else. So he, he will straight up say like, I am not experiencing what you're experiencing, but let me sit here and be with you. And there was never one time that he ever made me feel that my emotions weren't valid. And I mean, that man could write a book from his perspective and I, I wouldn't have wanted to go through it with anyone else. Yeah. Well, and that, and that's good. So good to have that support system because sometimes because men don't understand, I think that sometimes you feel like you're going it alone and you know, it's so fortunate that you, you know, you have had that support from him and, and Joe and Don, your in-laws, and I'm sure your rest, the rest of your family. And um, so now you're pregnant with a little boy. Yes. <laughs> and how's that going? It's going good. So I'm uh, 23 weeks. I just had um, a couple appointments this week. So I heard back from the OBs and everything was good on the ultrasound and the blood work. And then I had an appointment today. Um, everything looks good, growing at a good rate. Um, heartbeat sounds good. So it's exciting. I think yeah. everything's going really well. Um, it's almost done, which is crazy. Um, September will be here in no time. I just, yeah, it seemed to go so fast. The second, your second pregnancy is so different. I don't know if anyone else has experienced this, but for me, I didn't, and I don't want to say I didn't feel attached to Hadley, but I couldn't picture her. I couldn't picture myself holding her. I couldn't picture what it was going to be like, but now I'm like, oh my goodness, like they're going to, they might look like this and I'm going to hold them. And I know what it's like to rock a baby and nurse a baby. And I'm just so excited to feel that again and to feel the little tiny whiny thing. Cause Hadley's huge now. <laughs> <laughs> She's not huge. But <laughs> so, so um, let's talk about Sequoia a little bit. Uh, when you decided you were going to open a business, I mean, you're anybody who knows you knows you're very much about health and just you're, you're such a, uh, kind, genuine person. And so what, what made you so excited about Sequoia? Cause I remember that time and you, you were so excited about it. So take me through that process. Oh my goodness. So there was such a strong pull in me to bring Sequoia here because I knew it would do so well in Fredericton. I knew that the Fredericton community 
would just grab onto Sequoia and absolutely love it. What whoever brought it here, it didn't it didn't matter. Sequoia built its reputation in Moncton. They did an amazing job. I used to love going to Sequoia when I lived in Moncton. The products are awesome. The business model is great. So I was, I, and still to this day, get so excited when we bring new stuff in and people are excited about it. I just knew that it would do really well. And thankfully it took off and it's doing really well. And I think it was just like what drove me to do it was to bring it for every, everybody. Cause I knew everyone would love it. Oh, wow. I took new people in there every day. I think I was almost standing on the street. and <laughs> my, I know my mother, everybody just loves it. So, yeah. But um, so do you find um, that you, because to me, when I walk in there, it's almost like you've made your employees almost like family. And sometimes mm-hmm. Hadley's there and sometimes you know, your mother-in-law's there and, and uh, it just feels like a really awesome place to go into. So how as a business owner and a boss, do you, you know, do you make your employees feel that way and, and still run a very successful business? I appreciate that you said that because I think it's really important for people to understand that you can be successful and you can be kind and you can run a good business and you can treat your staff with respect and on an equal playing field. So I'm not someone who's going to go in and point fingers and tell people what to do. And you don't need that quality in you to run a successful business. Um, I come for many, many things that I do in my life. It comes from a place of love and running a business comes from a place of love and that's genuine. So I appreciate that you say that and that you recognize that because um, I do want my staff to be happy at work and I want my staff to feel like it's a family. And I think that's why we have such low, like we don't have a huge staff because we are all really close and we are really family. It's funny because our store manager is Jonathan's cousin. So yeah, yeah. um, Yeah. and people kind of advised us not to, to to work together and not to work with family but who can you trust more right exactly and um she came I mean thank god for Erica she came in at such a good time for me Sequoia was in a big transition phase I was about like a few months away from having Hadley and I just sat her down and we came up with a game plan and one, one of the best decisions that I've made on a business level was to bring in family um so yeah we're a pretty good team I finally have her back (laughs) she was she was off for a while but she's she's back full-time now so it's it's nice to have help that's awesome so tell me what your best piece of advice as a mother would be in raising really young children what would what would one thing be that that you would want to tell every other mother out there? Just keep a cool head. I know it's hard and I know life gets frustrating, but, and if you need to leave a room and take a breath, you need to leave a room and take a breath. But that child, that baby is learning everything. 
learning a new world and it's stressful and it's can be scary sometimes and it's really hard to get on that level and to to think what is a two-year-old feeling what is a two-year-old thinking um but just just take care of yourself and if you're taking care of yourself first you're going to be able to take care of your children and um just ask for help if you need help just ask i have a hard time asking for help too but i should give myself that advice but ask for help yeah. because i mean most people are there and want to help um yeah i kind of forget the question i rambled on no, I apologize. That's okay. You did say I, I said what's the best advice you've had for a mother or as a mother? And no, I think that you nailed that. And I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your very, very busy life to uh sit down with me and to uh talk about this. And you are an inspiration to so many people. I don't even know if you know that, but you are. And I know myself, I just love you. And every time I see you, you have a smile on your face and that just brightens, I think, everyone's day. So thank you so much. And uh, I hope that little baby, I can't, you know, gets here soon and I can't wait to meet him. Well, thanks, Cal. You know, I'd do anything for you. I love you too. And Thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. All right. <laughs> but we will talk soon. Sounds good. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.